0: Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. I recently heard an engrossing debate between an evolutionary scientist, a Darwinist, and a Christian apologist. Both presented strong arguments, but not far into the debate, as both men questioned each other, the Achilles heel of the Christian was exposed, because he said that he believed that God got the universe started, but the evolutionary processes then kicked in. And there was a pause from the evolutionary scientist, who then says, Hmm, that is interesting. Why did he say that? Because he knew that it was only a matter of time till he won the debate. He had the Christian professor trapped. This then is what happened from that point on in the debate as the evolutionary scientist began to ask him telling questions. Do you believe in the Bible? The Christian professor said, of course. And you believe that evolution is true? Yes, but it didn't start from nothing. God was the first cause. I see. If, as you say, you believe that evolution of man is correct and modern man evolved from, well, let's do a rough timeline, about 55 million years ago, the first primitive primates appear, and then about 4 to 6 million years ago, primates, our ancestors, became bipedal, you believe that, don't you? Well, yes, but I would like to say, let me continue just for a moment. The Darwinian interjected. Then you believe that about 2.5 million years ago, Homo habilis evolved using tools. And then 1.8 million years ago, Homo erectus evolved. Then around 400,000 years ago, Homo neanderthalus evolved, of which modern man, Homo sapiens, around 250,000 years evolved. Yes, uh, that's my view, answered the Christian professor. Very good. So on many points, we are agreed, even so far as to say that modern man homo sapiens evolved about 250,000 years ago. Would that be true? Well, I would say 200,000 years ago, the Christian professor was quick to correct before adding, yes, I believe it's true. Then could I ask you one question? Where in this evolutionary process did God create Adam and Eve? Big pause. The Christian professor froze for a split second. The audience squirmed as a wave of embarrassment swept through the entire venue, recognizing that the Christian apologist was cornered. He then responded with a, well, with a rather unconvincing answer. The creation of Adam and Eve was a special work of God outside the evolutionary process. And God means earth sorry, and Adam means earth, and Eve means mother. So it is a metaphor for God's work in the beginning. However, what was to follow was worse because encouraged by this lame defense, the evolutionists asked a series of devastating questions. Why does it have to be special creation? You said you believed in evolutionary explanation. Do you or don't you? Yes, I do, but God put the mechanics in place. But you said you accepted evolution and the Bible account of Adam and Eve is just a metaphor. Well, is it or not? No, I didn't mean that. Well, that is what you said, and I assume that you meant what you said or else you are wasting everyone's time who has come out tonight. So just to clarify for me you don't actually believe that God created man in God's image, do you? Yes, I do. Then, when and how? I'm not sure. Can I help you then? No answer was given by the red-faced victim, slowly fidgeting and nervously, constantly adjusting his seat position, wiping his brow, pulling at his nose, etc., Perhaps Adam was the firstborn of the hominins from our hominid ancestors of great apes. No, no, Adam was not born. He was created by God. But you said earlier that Genesis was a metaphor not to be taken literally. Silence again. And now some muffled laughter from the audience. So we're going to stop there. The point that I'm making with this transcript is when Christians embrace evolutionary explanations, they set themselves up for an embarrassing fall in which they are forced to deny the inspiration of the Bible. Please understand that the dangers are many when Christians deny the infallibility of the Bible. When a person attempts to replace the inspired word of God with human logic, it always ends up the same way. Badly. When Christians adopt the gradual process of natural selection as described in evolution, there is no place to be found for mankind to be made in the image of God. The, di- the Bible declares in Genesis chapter 1 that man became a living soul or being on day six of creation week man was made in the image of God the Bible says that God fashioned man from the dust of the earth it should be no surprise that anyone to anyone that science has proven we are composed of the elements found in the earth the Bible says God breathed into the nostrils into man's nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. In other words, we were made in the image of God. We became a conscious, rational being. This is where consciousness comes from from God in the beginning. We are sentient beings. This is where our emotions originate from from God in the beginning to love. To care, to show sympathy and empathy are all the character traits of God and have been given to us from Him. So it was that when the Bible says we are made in the image of God, it refers to our physical, conscious, and emotional dimensions which make us unique on the earth. Evolutionists have no answer for when or at what stage of the evolutionary process did hominids develop consciousness. They have no idea. Also, consider this. If you as a Christian accept the Darwinist mantra of human evolution over millions and millions of years, and then it was in the last 250,000 years that finally Homo sapiens evolved, then you must, you must believe that a time came when two Neanderthals looked at the baby that had been born to them and saw it quite different to themselves, being the first Homo sapien. If you believe that, you must entertain evolution then you do not and you cannot believe that God is all-knowing all-powerful and perfect Why? Because of the mistakes and flaws over the millions of long years that evolution needs and claims with all the dying out and replacing of man's primate ancestors. So much waste in the trial and error process of evolution. Why were some species disregarded or superseded? Didn't God know what he was doing? That is what you have to admit that God made mistakes, did not know what he was doing. These are just some of the demeaning questions and conclusions which you must live with as a Christian if you accept evolution. And in effect, you cannot claim the name of Christ if you believe it. If you go to YouTube, type in my name and the title is Genesis 1 Trustworthy, you will find more information on this very important subject. I also want you to have a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies. These are easy-to-use guides which will see you discover the most important truths of the Bible in a very quick time. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name, postal address, and phone number 2 info at the that is info at the or go to our website theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark, contact us, follow the prompts and we'll send them out to you. Well, our time has run out for now but I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Join me in listening to the song Bow the Knee with Ben Everson and Ron Hamilton.
1: To linger with the one who set me free. As I lift my eyes and see his awesome glory, I remember. To live, to love Him more, more bow, bow, bow the knee. In His hands He holds the power of creation. With His voice. He spoke and all things came to be, yet He hears each simple prayer I bring before Him. him. When I humbly seek His face and bow the knee.